get ready for the journey of a lifetime. Omega Metroid is excited to launch a new series exclusive to our Patreon channel, The Great Metroid Area Ranking. Our mission is simple. We are going to rank every single area in the Metroid series two at a time. Join us on our Patreon as we delve into all the different locales across this amazing series and get in on the action by helping dictate what areas we rank next. The Great Metroid Area Ranking is available to all Omega Metroid tier patrons. Join us on this incredible adventure and help us decide for the final time which Metroid area is the greatest of them all. OmegaMetroid.com's Patreon is the home to the Great Metroid Area Ranking, ROM Hack Reviews, The Spateri Show, and so much more. Consider signing up today and see you next mission. Everyone and welcome to the Omega Metroid podcast from OmegaMetroid.com. My name is Andy Spateri. Alongside Duminal Crossing, Dak has got the week off. Happy New Year, everybody! Welcome to 2024. This is the fourth year of this podcast, if you can believe it. Wow, feels uh, feels surreal saying that. Four years of a weekly Metroid show, but somehow we made it. Uh, Doom, what's going on? How was your New Year? Uh, pretty good. Have a little bit of a headache going on right now, but you know nothing that's stopping me from coming on the podcast today. Um, we mentioned this on. All right, go on. I was gonna maybe you should clarify what what kind of headache that you have. Not so not a hangover headache, just a yes. normal, just a normal person headache. Yeah. No, I was I was actually just about <laughs> to get into it. Uh, uh, we talked about this on our great uh, Metroid area ranking episode. I actually did some uh, pre um, some New Year's Eve Eve shenanigans on the thirtieth. Uh, since uh, most of my friends were working on Monday. So that has already transpired and taken place long ago now. Right. By long ago, I mean two days ago. So yeah, no uh, no hangover headache, just uh, you know, just a good old-fashioned normie headache. Yeah, it's, uh, it was really crazy last night, actually. So, so, so everybody that doesn't know, like I live in Calgary, which is in Canada. Um, and so as you'd think, right, like December 31st, it's probably pretty cold. It was a gorgeous day outside, and it started raining. At like close to midnight, actually, uh, there we still got fireworks and everything like that. But it was it was pouring rain, which I I don't think I've ever seen in December before. If I have, I cannot remember it. So, uh, yeah, it was a it was a weird like it was a weird sight to behold as we uh, rung in twenty twenty four last night. But yeah, we had a, we had a good night. We just, it was you know we're we're old. I'm old. It's uh I just stayed in and went to bed shortly after midnight, and you know didn't didn't do anything too too. Uh, outrageous or anything like that although i did i picked up a zelda puzzle and i think i'm gonna start to put that together so uh that's that's what i'm gonna be doing in the the first little bit of 2024 here but um yeah you know as it as it is when uh when the calendars flip we thought that it would be a really good time for reflection and observation uh, reflection, of course, into the year that was for 2023, and a look forward to potentially what we could be seeing from Metroid in the year 2024. Before we get there, actually, I just want to touch on something really quickly. A couple things, actually. I'm, I'm going to do some plugging here, so everybody bear with me. Uh, first of all, Doom, 
you 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 beat me to it actually you and i got together and recorded a we snuck this episode into 2023 actually before it ended we recorded an episode of the great metroid area ranking tell everybody kind of how that was and and if that was maybe less painful than the first time that you came on the show I mean, less painful for us, probably. I'm, I'm sure the viewers absolutely love that first episode, just us going at each other's throats. But yeah, this one was a lot more chill and amicable. We pretty much agreed on most of our picks, I feel like. Yeah. There wasn't really much in the area of like arguments. It was more just kind of... I, I just a, want to clarify, by the way, I loved the first yeah. episode because and, and you hated it because it was like, you couldn't move it. It being an area that we disagreed. Yeah. Well, even... Well, well more specifically, like I was... Like, it was more specifically, I was prepared going in that I knew, like, Meridia was gonna, you know, Andy was just gonna, like, be all over that. And I was like, okay, I don't get it, but whatever. He, he loves Meridia. <laughs> we'll disagree on that. No, but there, there was another area that, like, I thought for sure was, like, going to be, like, our number one pick. Because it's, like, obviously, like, that that one. And it ended up going near the bottom of the list. And I was just, and like... it's still there. <laughs> I was just, like, am I living in Bizarro World? What is going on right now? But... Oh, no. But no, nah, did not happen this episode. Yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much all agreed on all of our stuff. We even, um, yeah, we even were able to like remind each other of like uh, different aspects from other areas that like we totally forgot to cover. So like that yeah. was really cool as well. Um, and, and I actually, so so during the Great Metroid Area Ranking, uh, we were discussing the Celestial Archives for Metroid Prime Hunters, and I I just want to make an apology actually on the show right now because during this. During our ranking, I was like, you know, the music is okay. It's just okay. Like, it's okay. And um, so I was I was downloading the music after the fact, right? To, like, put into the show. And I was kind of, like, doing a little bit of this. And then I started moving a little bit more. And I was like, you know what? This is kind of groovy. I need to make a retraction, like, right now. It's, it's a really... I think it's such an underrated soundtrack. And it's so weird because at first glance, it doesn't feel Metroid. Like, when you think of Metroid... You don't think of like, you know, bass guitars and syncopated percussion and stuff like like that's not Metroid, but like they, you know, Lord Schwedler and James Phillips and they found a way to take that and like put just enough of like, you know, those Met those Metroid elements into it to make it work, which I, I think it's super fascinating. It was it was a good track, so I, I did have to uh, to make a retraction there. Um, the great the great Metroid area ranking is, is rolling along and I think like. The first couple episodes, we were still kind of figuring out like what we wanted to be, and now I think it's like really in its peak. So if anyone uh, out there is interested in taking your your love of Omega Metro to the next level, uh, check out our Patreon because we've got some good stuff over there. Um, and as well as I don't have an exact date yet, but you will see an announcement going up shortly about what we are planning to do for our fourth year uh, anniversary, our our big three hundred episode. Although technically, it's going to fall on. Oh, let me walk that back. Our 200th episode, which is technically going to fall on episode 199. And I get confused because the Zelda cast is exactly 100 episodes ahead of Omega Metroid. So sometimes there's a little bit of uh, confusion on my part. But we're we're back. We're doing another crossover episode. The rubber match for all the marbles. The last time ever. It's going to be Omega Metroid versus the Zelda cast in Metroid and Zelda trivia. Doom, do you feel well, any pressure? Well, let's be... Well, well, let, let's be real. I was about to say, let's be real. It's Duminal Crossing versus Zelda Cast. Because I'm sorry, no offense, yeah. Beth, your trivia skills. He's not that great uh, at trivia. They are is not. He? Yeah, you know he's not. And listen, I don't. Listen, I don't. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to. 
throw mud at my fellow co-host. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just be- telling the truth. And I think, I think Dak would agree with me. He'd I be think like, he'd yeah, be the first it's... person to say that he's not good at <laughs> trivia. To be, to be fair. Um, but yeah, so, so we have a special gimmick. Uh, I don't know if I want to say it right away before I finalize everything, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about it. It's different from the trivia that we've done in the past. And uh, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be a fun show. So details on that are going to be coming very soon. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. And I think that's all i got to plug. So without further ado, actually, 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 there's one more thing. On the Great Metroid Area Ranking, Doom, Another was, one. Doom was talking about his uh, his game of the year. And uh, I was kind of sitting there. And, and he hadn't revealed what was number one yet. And I was kind of sitting there and I was like, I wonder if it could be this game. And he kind of no-sold it. He didn't say anything. And and I was like, I guessed right, didn't I? And uh, lo and behold, your game of the year is... RoboCop Rogue City. What a fantastic game. Not something you're typically going to hear um, in the game of the year conversation. But man, this game, just for me on a personal level, it just resonated with me in all the right ways. Certainly not a perfect game by any means. And I talk about that in my massive thread. I feel like in particular, um, I think the story, while it's good, it's not a bad story by any means. Uh, I do I do think it could have gone a little bit further. Mm. But man, the atmosphere, the love and respect and the authenticity that Taeon put into like the, the, the original RoboCop universe here. Um, you know, uh, visually, the game looks incredible. The gunplay is set. They took they took a way to make that slow, the slow ro- RoboCop movement. And they found a way to make that into satisfying gunplay, which, like, I, I like fast gunplay, you know? One yeah. of my biggest criticisms with Federation Force is, you know, the game is too slow, feels clunky. No, Taeon, though, they found a way to make it work, and it's just, it's killer. The sound design, oh my god. Andy, do you, do you know what I love in sound design? Good headshot sound effects. There's nothing more satisfying than getting a headshot and just hearing a nice, satisfying, crunchy pop. And my god, Taeon... They got one of the be- the best ones that I've heard, man. And it is, it's just such a fun game from start to finish. Um, and if you if you are a PC gamer, you can download the demo for free on Steam right now. I hope someday they put it on consoles so more people can try it out. But you know, if you do have a PC, try out the demo and consider playing the game because it is a uh, it's why my highest recommendation of the year aside from Metroid Prime Remastered. Um, I. You know, I haven't played this game, but um, I've heard a lot of really good things about it. I'm a RoboCop fan, and I think I'm probably going to give it a go. And and you kind of said something that, I don't know, like, I feel like, I feel like I'm kind of in a, a state with my games, which is almost like with my movies, too, where, like, everything is almost just, like, a bit too polished. You know what I mean? And, like, so mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind, like, a game that has, like, some 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 chunks or some some things that aren't quite smoothed yeah. over as long as like the heart's there you know and it seems like the heart is there in this game so actually i i was i totally uh, agree yeah i was looking forward to playing this um if and when it comes to consoles and, and i hope that it does well well so the full game is on consoles it's just the demo that's exclusive to pc oh okay. so, sorry sorry let me re- it's not on switch though right no it's not on switch yeah i i'm i'm one of those guys now that's just like if it's not on switch i i can't play it because i just like yeah although i am going to make an exception i'm going to fire up my ps4 and play horizon forbidden west uh because i'm super stoked about that but um yeah i thought that that was pretty cool uh, while we're you know i, I promise we're gonna get to metroid but um while we're talking about i guess our games of the year and stuff like that um 
I I know I said it a bunch on the show, but again, I just want to shout out Sea of Stars. That that's my game of the year for this year, and I haven't played a couple other games that big releases that came out, but um, it just what a what an amazing amazing RPG. It's it's simple. It has um, it it's just like it has a nice balance between like nostalgia but like moving a genre forward and like being simple yet complex it's it's really really well done the story's fantastic um the music is is amazing and it's just like i i was gonna say if you're of a certain age you'll love it and i think that that's true but i think that anybody of any age would probably love this game just because it's done so so well again it's not a perfect game but it it it, it's brimming with heart and and that is what kind of does it for me so um yeah sea of stars uh definitely recommend everybody check it out and uh i mean hey go play robocop 2 and go play pikmin 4 number two yes on pikmin both of, our 4. Game of the year list yeah pikmin 4 um technically my first pikmin game ever even though i did play the pikmin 3 deluxe demo but wow pikmin yeah. 4 definitely far exceeded my expectations we already talked about it on the patreon episode but man the uh the disco ball boss fight is probably my favorite boss fight of the year. That Amazing. was just so much, so much fun. They even snuck in uh, a cheeky Star Wars reference into into Pikmin because they're like, "It flies now." Now it's just like, "Oh god!" <laughs> but I think it was making fun of it, so like, we'll allow it. Um, all right, let's talk about Metroid. Let's talk about the year that was in 2023 and the year that is to come in 2024. So. Really quickly, we'll we'll dive into the year specifically here, but just we did this on the Zelda cast too, and I asked Allison to like sum up 2023 in like a sentence or two, and um, I'm gonna ask you to do the same thing as uh, as we before we get into everything that came out. 2023 for Metroid fans, what's your quick review? Um, it's hmm. Can I give you mine and see if, if you agree? <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to think of that Dark Knight quote, but I was I I was I'm probably gonna butcher it. It's the uh it's the year we deserve, but not the one we needed right now. You know what? That's actually uh borderline borderline right, I I think, with uh, with what I have. So I was gonna dumb it down even further and say like it was really good, but could and perhaps should have been the best year ever for Metroid. Maybe not the best year ever. Maybe not the best year ever, but yeah. like one of it, it it was really good but could and perhaps should have been absolutely amazing. How about that? Yeah. I think I I think and, and obviously like let, let's just address the elephant in the room right now. The, the the Metroid Prime 4 trailer. I think with the Metroid Prime 4 trailer, even if it didn't release this year, I feel like that alone would like make this like the Metroid year for a lot of people and I feel like that's definitely kind of the one thing that's like on everyone's minds, especially going on to the future. But that being said, I, I though, agree. I agree. But I think, I do think I there's think, more. Yeah. But for me, but for me personally, Metroid prime remastered was on its own was so strong. And, and you know what, we'll, we'll talk about this, but there's also, you know, the, the NSO stuff as well, but I think Metroid prime remastered for me personally, granted it's my favorite game of all time. So definitely major bias in that corner. But I feel mm-hmm. like that showing was so strong enough on its own that it was, you know, it was able to make up for that lack of Prime Four for me personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. So let's let's start at the top. Um, as you correctly point, this is 
this is the year of Metroid Prime Remastered, right? Like that was that was the game, and it was an absolutely incredible moment uh, during that February direct when Metroid Prime Remastered is announced. It's the best looking Nintendo game that they've ever made, right? Like there's no other Nintendo game that looks better than this. I, I would I would say it's between Prime Remastered and Luigi's Mansion Three. My my personal I, opinion, I I think Luigi's Remastered, man. I think Luigi's Mansion 3 looks the best in screenshots. I think Prime Remastered looks the best in motion. That's my that's my opinion. But both I, either way, point is incredible. One of the best game. looking games they've ever made, yeah. if, if not the best. And I would I would say it's the best. Um, and uh, you know the shadow drop for that day was was super hype, and uh, the price point was was strange, right? Like. I was kind of saying on the Zelda cast because they Nintendo announced that Tears of the Kingdom was going to be 10 extra dollars. And I was shell-shocked by that because I was like, we're six years into the Switch's lifespan now. Like, why change your pricing model now? And then they did it again for Metroid Prime Remastered, which just seemed so bizarre, but in, in a great way. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, like, that was... That was the big, big thing for the year. And we kind of heard that there might have been this game sitting and, and just waiting and biding its time. And eventually it was released. And it wasn't released in, like, the complete, like... Like, I think, like, after the summer, like, in the, in the springtime... Or, like, in the fall time, rather. Um, the Switch was, like, really, like, running on fumes. At, at least for me. Particularly after Mario Wonder came out. And going into 2024, this thing looks... I mean, it looks like it's just sucking on air, but we'll get there. But like, so my point is that Primer Master came out when like Switch was still like buzzing and still, you know what I mean? Like kind of at the height of its game, um, which was a great, which is a great thing to see. And in this direct in particular, I think so many people were watching because everyone was looking for Tears of the Kingdom and, and whatnot. So a lot of people got the opportunity to see Prime Remastered. Um, now, this wasn't the only thing that was announced. Um, I believe... I believe it was at the same direct they announced the Game Boy. It games. literally, it was literally right before they announced Prime Remastered. That's right, because somebody clipped it on Twitch. Yeah, so so they were showing, uh, they were showing the new Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance uh, emulators for NSO. And of course, one of the very first games that you see is Metroid Two: Samus Returns and Metroid Fusion, both of which were on NSO. I think within like a month of the announcement, which was also incredible. Yeah, yeah, Metroid 2 launched, then Fusion came out, like, the following month, I believe. I want, Yeah, I want to say it was the first week of March. So so not that long after. Um, which was sweet, because now you have the full Metroids 1 to 5 on Nintendo Switch available for people to play and for people to get into. Granted, you don't have um, the ideal versions of Metroids 1 and 2, but you still have those versions anyway. So it's like, people can get into the series and, and really explore the series. And I think that all that was super, super positive. Um, I, I do, uh, you know, we'll talk about this. I do think that they could have been better, but I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Any year that has a new Metroid game, even if it's a port, that's a good year for Metroid. Yeah, and it, and it certainly, it was a hell of a lot more than just your standard port. Yeah. It was probably the best possible kind of uh, re-release you could ask for, so. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, uh... mean, I mean, as a, so, I, I know you would have wanted the trilogy. I mean, like. No, not as that. In the, I just... I, th- I feel like I- I'm a, like, I would have wanted a little bit more, like, kind of like Samus Returns it, you know what I mean? Change some things up, met- Zero Mission in. Well, Obviously, they weren't going to do that I, for this game, but that's fine. Yeah, I, well, I I mean, I wouldn't want them to remake that game, because like, at that point, it's like, because, like, Metroid 2, like, you need to remake that. Met- Metroid NES, you know, even if you enjoy those games, and I really enjoy Metroid 2, the, the original, mm-hmm. but, like, you, you gotta remake those games. Metroid Prime, that's yes. like... 
that's like a game you like you just add little quality of life stuff that's not something you rebuild from the ground up yeah which uh yeah i'm just that's my favorite style of remake is that other one but i mean this game clearly doesn't need that but but they did rebuild the textures from the ground up this game looks absolutely gorgeous quality of life improvements i mean you name it you've got multiple ways to play this game um it, it plays the way that I feel it should after like all these all this time, uh, which which is funny because I played Metroid Prime Two on tank controls and then Metroid Prime Three with the with the Wiimote. So like I I literally played Metroid Prime every single way that you could <laughs> this year, um, and I thought that Prime Remastered was just so so smooth and so nice and and actually it i don't know about you but it actually did take me a little while to adjust to the dual analog because I was so used to like the other like ways to play it where it, it it was weird because like dual analog is all I ever play other games now. But like for this game, it, it, it almost took me a second to click into gear, you know, that, that definitely makes sense. I can see that for me. I just, um, I tweaked a couple of the, um, the, the button settings, which by the way, custom controls in a yeah, Nintendo game, accessibility options in a Nintendo game in 2023. What universe is this? But, uh, I digress, but, um, but yeah, I, I did a couple of button changes. I think I, I think I swapped the missile button to um, I think the uh, right bumper. But um, otherwise, other, otherwise, once I did that, everything like finally started to click for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, this game was was amazing. We knew it would be amazing. Metroid Prime is an amazing game, even twenty some years after its release, right? So like, no surprises there. But I, I was surprised how just how gorgeous it looked, and there were several moments where you came in and it was just like wow like that ridley scene just looks so much better in vendrana or i mean we talked about phase on mines like what a glow up phase on mines got i think of of every area in the game we knew talon was gonna look fantastic we knew vendrana was gonna look fantastic uh chosen ridge but like phase on mines looked god it looked awesome and i don't know that it really does in the initial version It's, it's a little bit muted a little bit murky um so i mean so so many wicked changes and quality of life upgrades um yeah i mean what a, even what even a game. subtle even like really subtle changes like samus's new running animation during the metroid prime fight like we both were popping off the first time we saw that and yeah, just like that was, that it just, was so god sick. god it looks so much better than the than that wonky gamecube little little kind of run that she's doing there <laughs> Yeah, um, it, it looks and then, and then for me, awesome. And then for me personally, just having that original soundtrack now preserved in 48 uh, kilohertz high definition is just like incredible. Some of my favorite pieces of music ever written. Now mm-hmm. we get to enjoy them at like studio quality. It's just incredible. Right. Well, so so that was I mean, certainly that was the highlights of uh, of the year. And, and I guess we can go into let's call that the good and then we'll do the middle i get i was gonna say the bad and the ugly but i don't think this is ugly the mid let's call it the mid so i think the mid was that um you know everybody will i think people love the shadow drop of metroid prime remastered i think the mid is that the sales numbers weren't quite as strong as we were hoping i i think that enough time has passed and we were being optimistic but like I mean, let's just call it what it is. Like, I we were hoping for a little bit more, especially given that price point and stuff like that. I, I don't know that it's has it broke two million. No, I the last time they showed I it, I believe it was so. I believe it was one point three or one point four the last time. Yeah, uh, they did their sales report, which you know, not certainly not bad, but also it's, fi- it's fine. Not, but yeah, yeah, it's not like, especially. 
it's not like you're gonna brag about it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's I, I think especially I think the big thing is that like leading up there was like all this stuff that might have hinted towards you know something great. Like I remember it was like number one on the eShop for like almost a month straight, and like yeah. And so there, there was like articles come out like, oh, it's the number two or number three best-selling game of this month in uh, a month where there was like Hogwarts and RE4 remake and like big tentpole releases. And so mm-hmm. it was just like, whoa, maybe we're on a side. And then it turned out, nah, not so much. It's kind of your standard Metroid sales that you'd come to expect. Yeah. And so it's disappointing, but I also think that some people were like overreacting. It's like, Oh, that's it. Metroid's dead. Everyone, I, I swear to God, every time there's a Metroid sales report, there's always like a subsection in the community that's just like, oh, oh, Metroid's dead. Metroid's dead. Granted, they keep making games, but no, no, this time it's dead. It's it's dead this time. Don't it's pay weird. attention to like all the other. <laughs> like you can you can have a Metroid sales figure come out for any game. Like we saw it a bunch with Dread. Dread was like the the highest selling Metroid game ever, and people were like, "This is yep. this sucks. Like it should be yep. way more." And, and you know what? But like there is an even, argument even that maybe that, that's correct. Even people I don't know. That, even people that I like and respect, but I, and, and it's funny. Cause like, I'll see, um, cause like, cause like you look at like the, the Xenoblade franchise, for example, that's, that's a series. I think everyone agrees. is like in a very healthy state right now. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of growth opportunity. It's in a good place right now. That series doesn't sell as much as Metroid. Nor does Fire Emblem. What? Which is the same thing. <laughs> no, uh, Frank, no frankly, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem sells more than Metroid. Fire Emblem sells more than Metroid. I don't think it does. It, it it most certainly does. Three houses sold three point five. Um, I believe Awakening on the three DS sold three billion before Dread. It's definitely it's definitely in that same tier as Metroid, but on average, it does perform uh, a bit better than Metroid. I I'll, I'll trust you on that, but I I'm not so sure about that because I I think I mean listen if you if you gathered all the Fire Emblems together and you divvied up their average sale per game, it's lower than Metroid. I'll tell you that for sure. Um, for sure, but I think if you go if you go post awaken on the 3ds, once it did become in the state it is, on average, it tends to perform yeah, better than Metroid. Perhaps, perhaps that could that could change with Metroid Prime Four, but in in the moment, Fire Emblem is it does slightly better on average. I mean the the point is, and like the, the point is, is that there's a lot of similar video game franchises from Nintendo that are yeah. doing as well just as well slightly worse off the metroid so it yeah it was i i thought that that was like kind of a like i don't think that's a bad number for metroid prime remastered you do wonder if they would have had a more traditional like lead up to to metroid prime remastered if that would have uh changed anything and i think this silver lining is too like i think when metroid prime 4 gets a trailer i think this game is gonna come like have a second wind like i, I really do oh I yeah think, like um well let's just get into the bad actually because this kind of segues right into that um for, first of all let's just let's just start off with a bad that i don't think anybody but me really cares about but man there was no amiibo for metro prime remastered damn dude i wanted like a better ridley amiibo on, honestly i was surprised there was no amiibo because even like skyward sword hd got an amiibo you'd think like metroid prime remastered where they completely rebuild the visuals you'd think that would and i and i thought that like I didn't think we were going to get a Meta Ridley Amiibo, but I thought, like, okay, obviously we're going to get, like, a Metroid Prime Samus Amiibo suit. Like, yeah, it's yeah. another various suit, but, like, well, uh, they'll do something at least, but nah. Not a bit, not a huge deal. I'm not, I'm not, like, you know, I'll, I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather have the Metroid Prime remastered we got with no Amiibo than, like, mm-hmm. a straight port of, of the original Metroid Prime with an Amiibo, so... I'll definitely take that, but yeah. I would have loved like a like a Meta Ridley amiibo or like a cool phase on suit Samus or 
Man, you remember the Guardian Amiibo from Breath of the Wild? Imagine like a Metroid Prime Amiibo uh-huh. like that. God, that oh, would that would be sick. Oh my um, gosh. Nevertheless, didn't happen, which is fine. Let, let's talk about the bad, and I I think we, you know, you've already kind of addressed it, but the, the elephant in the room, the shadow over the entire year was Metroid Prime 4, and um, maybe that was like unrealistic, because I think like... I think it, it there was a certain point probably before last year began, right? Like where you're just like, this is clearly coming out for the Switch too. It's not a Switch, and if it is a Switch game, it's it's coming out for both, right? Like, but it's not like a Switch exclusive. It's a Switch two game. I think most people would agree with that, and and I think that like we were waiting for the Switch two reveal. I I thought it was going to come this year. I was hoping it would because I think like you you go into 2024 now and Switch is in a rough place. Like there's nothing. Except for like the Princess Peach game in Paper Mario. Um, so like that reveal's gotta be coming soon. And you gotta think when that Switch 2 reveal comes, Metroid Prime 4 isn't far behind, if not at the same presentation. So that I I did feel it almost reminded me of um 2021 and 2020 being a Zelda fan, when like all you wanted was Tears of the Kingdom trailers and you didn't get it. So like Link's Awakening came out. It's like, yeah, this is cool, but Skyward Sword HD came out. It's like, this is great, but Age of Calamity. You know what I mean? Like, kind of the same thing where where mm-hmm. Metroid Prime Remastered comes out, and and it's really logical for fans to connect the dots and be like, this comes out first, so maybe Prime Four is is not as far away as we think, and that could still potentially be the case. But it, it was kind of like a, I don't want to say a black cloud, but like it, it was there. It was. Yeah, Metroid Prime 4's presence was felt largely in this year. And I would argue largely for like Switch owners in general, not even Metroid fans, just kind of being like, what's going on with this game? Like, when are we going to see it? And now I think that game is directly tied to the Switch 2. So now, mm-hmm. you know, it's it is it's there. And it, it was there all year. And I think that that wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't great. I would have loved to see it. I think it would have been a, an amazing A plus year if we did see Metroid Prime Four. We didn't, and I understand why. But um, I, I don't think they can go another year without showing it. I mean, it's Nintendo. They absolutely could. We would hate it. Well, and, like we would be. Of course they could, and, and, but I don't think that they. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I I have to imagine. I, I'm in I'm in full agreement with you though. I I have to imagine that like and and I I think that Prime that Prime 4 specifically is going to be a graphical showcase title for the Switch 2. Regardless if it's exclusive or cross-gen, I think that they're, unlike, you know, Breath of the Wild, unlike Twilight Princess, I think there are going to be substantial visual improvements to the Switch 2 version, and I think it is going to be a showcase to show just what this I hope so, man. I hope so. Which begs the question. I I have to believe it. If they're waiting, because if if it wasn't, then, you know, they would show it. Like, again, like they did with Breath of the Wild. They showed it for the Wii U. Even though they marketed it as a Switch title, they they did show the first gameplay for Wii U. If they're waiting this long to show it for Switch 2, I have to imagine that it is, they're going to showcase this as like, hey, this is what our new console can do. I hope so. Uh, I, I really do. Which, um, you know, it's it's like it's been a lot of days since that uh, development was restarted. We're over a thousand now. We're we're approaching more. the fifth anniversary. <laughs> uh, so it, it like and and just like you know, we'll talk about it when we talk about twenty twenty four. But I I do think that it's coming sooner, maybe than people think. But um, 
yeah, that that was, I think, a little bit of a negative for this year. And, and maybe it was, like, fan expectation. But, like, I don't think it was, like, unrealistic fan expectation to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I think especially after, like, Prime Remaster. Like, yeah. I think, you know... You know, it wasn't it wasn't like some crazy fan theory to go like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe maybe this means we're going to see something because that's kind of what they did with Skyward Sword HD. They showed that off first and then E3 came and they showed the first gameplay of that, even though it wasn't a lot to go off of. That was what they did. I would, So um, one other thing that I think also kind of just cast a dark shadow over the rest of this year to to a lesser extent, but still an extent nonetheless was um, the lack of Metroid Prime 2 and 3, which uh, yes. I think, mm-hmm. l- like, listen, uh, two opposing things can be true at the same time. One, I love that we got Metroid Prime Remastered. I love it, and I think it's, like, the most amazing-looking Nintendo game that we've ever seen. But I also believe I much rather would have had Metroid Prime Trilogy. Um, not, not like, upscaled, just you know maybe hd right like but not built from the ground Mm -hmm. up all the same control options and to just have those three games on the switch so that everybody can experience them because i i don't know what the likelihood now of prime two and three ever getting like a a remake is probably still like decent but or not a remake but like a a, an hd port yeah let's call it i mean probably decent but like maybe not i don't know um but i feel like everyone was asking that question yeah I, I have I have to feel like I again you know my thoughts I I do think that they're that they're coming eventually but also yeah these games are in a really weird spot right now yeah I I think that I think they have a couple of good things going for them one we've seen the precedent of Nintendo doing something similar with Pikmin one plus two I think we could easily see something similar towards that yeah towards that and then um also we've seen Nintendo is really dipping into their GameCube and their Wii libraries in terms of bringing that to the Switch and so I feel like you know. These games are pun absolutely intended, primed, you know, to continue that kind of uh, life cycle for the um, for the system, and and also next year in particular. I mean, what's the big theme of, of next year? It's all ports, remakes, and remasters. Yeah, and like so again, I feel <laughs> it's tied to the Switch Two, which is tied to Metroid Prime Four. So like yes. all of these, all of these things are kind of swimming together in this weird stew, um, because like. Depending on, I mean, listen, if, if the Switch 2 is not coming out until November, I think the chances of Metroid Prime 2 and 3 coming to Switch, like, are drastically increased. Like, drastically. Because, I mean, like, what the hell else are you going to play on the Switch until mm-hmm. September, October, November, right? Like, so I, I think that's the that, summer of Luigi's Mansion 2, baby. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I don't know what else. <laughs> like, Luigi's Mansion 2 and... <laughs> Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. I mean, you know what? Let's actually let's flip back to a. I don't know if you consider this a positive or maybe it's a mid. You tell me after I'm done laying it out. But like, Luigi's Mansion Two, it's a 3DS game. It's coming to the Switch. Maybe, maybe just maybe, maybe just maybe. I, I, I proposed. You know what? I proposed this during um our post E3 coverage, and you know I wasn't, and I, and I'm still not not fully ready to jump on i need to see at least one more 3ds remaster or uh before I, before i do but does, does mario versus donkey kong count that's kind of close i guess that's a full no, no, I, up I remake that's that's a, that's a full yeah. remake uh and, and that's a gba game not a 3ds game that that's that's different i do think that might be indicative of the future of the mario versus dk series which i hope because that original game is mm-hmm. kind of a spiritual successor to dk 94 which is really good it's kind of what they did with it afterwards 
That's a whole other. That's a whole other podcast, I, I right there. I swear to God, there was another 3DS game. Was it? Was it Metopia? Maybe that was it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Grezzo, Grezzo did Metopia in uh, 2021, same year as Dread, actually. Okay. But I feel like I feel like that was also its own thing. I don't feel like that was like tied to like any you know 3DS remaster initiative. But my yeah. hope is that like you know it's been a while since we've seen the the Wii U ports. Uh, Mario uh, 3D World Bowser's Fury that was 2021, early 2021, in fact. Mm-hmm. That's the last one we've seen. We're approaching three years now without a wow. Wii U port, and we used I mean, to, to get fair. at least one every year. I think there's like literally nothing else to port. There's like Xenoblade Chronicles I'm, X. I'm still. I'm waiting for Yoshi. I'm waiting for Yoshi's Woolly World, man. I'm waiting. I want a good Yoshi game on the Switch. Yeah, Gosh, that, that was, it. See, that's <laughs> ironic because that was ported to the 3DS. So I wonder. I know, and they added extra content to the 3DS version. So it's like, okay, take that and then port it back to the Switch. Which is and, ironic because actually anyways. they kind of did the same thing with Hyrule Warriors because it's a Wii U game. Extra yeah, content. Yeah. So the point is. Maybe there could be a chance that Samus Returns comes to the Switch. Uh, it's a small, small, it's a fool's chance, but a chance nonetheless. I have a pinned message in, a, in our it, Discord it from like three it. years ago saying that this game will be on the Switch. <laughs> so I hope to God it does. It, it deserves to be on Switch, man. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's just mid-news, or maybe it's not news at all, but it's it's something. But um, like back to back to what I would classify the downs in 2023. So So, I mean, obviously... Everything is riding on the Switch 2 right now. Metroid Prime 4 is linked to that. I think the other two Metroid games are are linked to that. Metroid Prime's 2 and 3. I have another down, and, and people might say that this is kind of um, like a spoiled down. And maybe it is. But I was a little bit disappointed that Zero Mission never found its way to NSO this year. Uh, I... I, I understand that, but I also disagree. I feel like it makes sense. We'll, we'll, we'll get into this in um, 2024 predictions. Maybe before we start talking about Prime 4, but mm. I think it makes sense that we didn't see Zero Mission this year because they did a similar thing with Ocarina of Time when the um, N64 expansion pass came. They did Ocarina yeah, of Time true. that launched with the system, and then they waited uh, till the following year to do Majora's Mask, and I think they're going to do something. Well, I guess I'm already going to my prediction. I think we're going to get Zero Mission sometime this year. There, There's my prediction. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a, you know, it's not a bold prediction necessarily. I think Ooh. a lot of us... I mean, I, I would say the same thing, right? Like, I, uh, I'll tell you why I was disappointed. Uh, it may, this is a bit selfish, but because I was like, as soon as the uh, as soon as the announcement that the Game Boy Advance games were coming to NSO, I was like, oh man, I, I better bust my ass and finish the Zero Mission walkthrough. And so I, I just went full throttle, finished it in like uh, I think it was fully completed after. I don't know, like a couple weeks after the announcement, you helped me out greatly with that as well. Um, and I was like, all right, wicked. I think we got like the best zero mission walkthrough on the internet. And I was waiting for people to come and I was like, damn it. Nobody, <laughs> zero mission isn't released yet. <laughs> Nobody's playing it. Gah. Um, well, it's all good. We have, we have, so we have it ready. pretty we much fully, ready. we have it pretty much fully complete and it's like super detailed. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm really proud of like the work that like, you know, all, all of us contributed to it. Like it is, oh, it is a meaty guide. You know, while so. we're patting ourselves on the back, actually speaking of meat, uh, we got, we, we, we got guides for all three Metro prime games this year too, which is like a lot of work and granted they're not yeah. like, they're not like instruction room by room guides, but I don't think they need to be for those for Metro prime games. Those are pretty good at kind of keeping you going. 2d games I find are a little bit more, um, they can be a little bit harder to navigate. So, so I didn't think that that was necessary, but I mean like we got like 
God, we got so we much pu- data and screenshots. Out, and we hol- pumped out four guides this year, man. Like, that's yeah. insane. <laughs> and, and we got, like, new maps for, like, AM2R, Samus Returns. I'm working on Samus Returns right now. It's probably going to take a little bit of time, but, um, you know, it's it's done. Or at least the gameplay part of it is done. So so that was actually an up for, for us personally, um, I think, over on the website. But, yeah, I, like, just in terms of, like, overall, like, I think that, obviously, Metroid Prime Remastered was incredible, um, Metroid Fusion specifically coming back to NSO was incredible. Metroid 2 was great. This the shadow of the Switch 2, which which really carries the fate of Metroid Prime 4, Metroid Prime 2 and 3. That that's just like such a such a yeah. I don't know a, a, a cloud over everything that it it was hard to to really kind of appreciate everything else. At least for me, that you were seeing in um, in 2023. So, I don't know. Th- that was kind of my highs, my lows. Did I miss anything? Anything that stuck out to you? I don't think so, no. Um, I-, I will say, like, as much as the wait sucks for Switch 2 and Prime 4 and all that, and, and don't get me wrong, it sucks. Like, I'm not going to mince words. Like, it-, it is not fun. I will say it is substantially better than the wait between Wii U and Switch. That was yeah, actually, like, one of the worst. That, that was, was That was... Yeah, <laughs> I will say. And yeah, so I, I'm, I, I, I am incredibly grateful that at least it's not that bad. It's it is substantially better than the wait between those. Tell me if you agree with this though, because I I would agree with you definitely. But I do think, um, and this is similar to the the wait between GameCube and Wii. Like there was so much mystique and build up around what the NX is. What is the NX? What is this thing? And like, what mm-hmm. is this new Zelda? Like it's going to reinvent the, and it did reinvent the wheel. I do think that that was like almost lightning in a bottle, a little bit of magic there, which kind of made that weight a little less awful for me personally. Now that was a bad weight. Like, I mean, no question about it, but um, yeah, this, this one is certainly not that bad, but it is, it is just something that it's like, all right, like let's, it's, What's next? It's definitely a little bit different because I think everyone's in agreement. Like it's probably it's probably going to be a more powerful switch. Like there isn't really like the NX was just like it, it could literally be anything. Yeah, exactly. But this time it's just this time it's just like it, it's probably going to be a more powerful switch. Maybe maybe like a 3DS like gimmick where it's there. But I mean, I think that's the a end perfect of the day, analogy. It's, it's, it's a more it's gonna at the end like of the day it's a more powerful DS. 2DS or DS, not 2DS. yeah DS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's let's look ahead to uh, to 2024, and I mean, I think we're all in agreement here. A couple things that need to happen. Um, Switch Two is going to get revealed in 2024. It has to happen. I am surprised that they didn't reveal it in 2023. I think I would have. I guess maybe they have some more games in store, um, or maybe the the marketing window is going to be very short. I'm not sure, but. Uh, I guess now that we're in 2024, we've only got about six weeks until the next direct usually takes place. So maybe we'll find out some more information there. Maybe there is a lot in the tank that we don't know about. I'm not even sure if we'll get a. Fe- I think I think we will get a February direct this year, like usual. But like, what are, like what are they going to talk about? Because like know. I don't think they're going to reveal. Because I don't think they're going to reveal Switch Two in a February direct. And so I, it's like if you're I not going to do, I could see them skipping a direct and just doing like a switch to showcase. Yeah. You know, like maybe that's the, the maybe that's the play. Or maybe, like, or, may, or maybe like a direct mini in February. If they, if they announce a direct mini in February, that's like dead giveaway right there that like, Oh, yeah. we're on the verge of something. <laughs> I, I like, I mean, there is, 
there is nothing in 2024 so far. Like, there's the Peach game, there's Luigi's Mansion, there's uh, there's Paper you Mario. An, you got another another code, Mario versus Donkey Kong. I mean, like, this is, like, C-tier, you know, C-tier franchises. And with no disrespect to Princess Peach or Mario versus Donkey Kong, right? And Luigi's Mansion is not a C-tier franchise, but, I mean, let, that's a port. Um, so, yeah. like, there, there's, there has to be something, and it has to be soon, I think. Like, it has to be. Um, so I think that that is is definitely on the horizon, and I think you're going to see Metroid Prime Four. I think that's when you see it. I think you. I think we yep. both agree. Like when you see the Switch Two for the first time, you probably see Metroid Prime Four with it. I don't know if you see it during the same presentation. I certainly hope so, but I do think I think if you see this, if we see the Switch Two reveal, I feel like we have to see Prime Four. And yeah. I'll also say that for the most part, I've been fairly calm and rational during this whole thing but if we get a switch to reveal and we still don't see prime four this year i'm pr- i'm gonna start hitting the alarm bells that that would be at, at that point at, at that point like what the hell's going on guys like seriously um so 2024 i think that the switch 2 is obviously going to come out i predicted it was going to come out in like the spring so obviously that's wrong or maybe it's not and nintendo's just crazy i i don't know but Switch to Shadow Drop. Switch. God, can you imagine? That would actually be so sick. I would just like call him sick to work like immediately right then. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, my. Uh, oh my god, my grandma's I, in the hospital. I, would, I gotta go. I would hate that. Can you imagine what the bots would be like that day? That would oh be my nuts. god. Yeah, that would be wild. Um, be like Arnold trying to get Turbo Man. Jeez, Louise. Uh, but but I think the Switch Switch Two will come out this year. I, I right? Like I think it has to. Yeah. And I, think, I, I feel like it has to, yeah. This is, this is, I don't think is a bold prediction, but it is a prediction for 2024. I think Metro Prime 4 is going to be a launch title, day one. I think so. Do you agree with that? I'm not... Uh, maybe, I, I don't know. I could, I, I could see it as a launch title. I could see it... I think at the very least, it's in the launch window. I yeah. think it's in the launch window at the very least. I'm not, I'm not sure if I would say launch title quite yet, though. I, I'm not bold enough to say it's like, the only game that's a launch title like i think maybe you do metroid and you do like there's there's no way it's the only launch title there has to be something else that has more broad appeal that pairs with yeah but i think i think it's i think it's a day one like i think it's available i think that nintendo knows people want it even if it's like a small section of people but like they've acknowledged metroid fans like multiple times that they didn't have to during the development of this game so i think it's coming um i really do and um and yeah, I, I other than that, I don't know what to expect from Metro Prime Four to be honest. But uh, I think I think we're gonna get a trailer in the first half of the year. Well, in terms of like what we want from Prime Four, I may as well uh, spill some of the beans. But uh, throughout January and maybe even into February, uh, we do have some uh, some Metroid Prime Four uh, discussions planned for y'all because according to our metrics, y'all really like those Metroid Prime Four topics, and uh, so do we. So we are more than happy to oblige. But that is all I will say on that for now. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to talk, because I want to milk that content, of course, but I don't oh, want to yeah. talk about, like, Metroid Prime 4 specifically, other than to say, I think it's coming this year. I think it, I think you're going to be playing Metroid Prime 4 in 2024. I really think that. And I think you're probably going to have to buy a new Nintendo Switch console to do that. Because I don't know... That's that's a prediction, but I feel less, less bold about it. I don't know if Metroid Prime 4 is on the Switch, and I think if it is, it's a very much, like, downgraded version of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, I, that's a prediction. I'm leaning. 
I'm leaning towards Cross Gen, but again, like we know nothing about this game. Yeah, like, it's it's hard to predict anything at this point in time. I that might be my want, sleep like creeping in a bit there to my prediction because like <laughs> I, it makes it makes so much logical sense for it to be a cross gen game, but like I think like you've you've waited so long for this game, right? Mm-hmm. Like so long, like why not just make it the absolute best looking best running best everything game that it can be and i know that there's some people out there that are like oh nintendo promised us this game on the switch things change things change i'm sorry things happen and what's see i'm see i'm I on both sides of best. the camp because i'm on both sides of the camp in a sense like i agree like if they announce it as a switch 2 exclusive I'd be like okay yeah change of plans yeah i i get it it's you announced it seven years ago this is clearly a much different we're, we're in a much different era now it may it makes sense that uh stuff happens. Final Fantasy VII remake was originally announced for PlayStation Three. Didn't come out on the P- wow. PS3 last time I checked. That is so. crazy, by the way. The 2017 is now seven. Last years Guardian. Old. Last Guardian was announced for the PS3, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, and that became a PS4 game. So hey. Yeah. Wow. I forgot about that game. Uh, good. Good <laughs> callback. Um, okay. I have another prediction because I'm I'm just gonna go. I can't not go all in on this now. So here I go. Samus Returns comes to Switch. Make it oh, happen. Let's go. Make it happen. Uh, uh, it's not happening, but let's go. <laughs> don't don't keep that energy to yourself. It, it's got to happen. Not, this, not not this year. It's definitely not happening this year. But man, do I want it? And again, I'm not, way, I'm not even the biggest. I'm not even the biggest Samus Returns fans. But like, oh my god, like bring it to Switch, oh, please. I would, I would <laughs> love. I love Samus Returns. It's it's such a good game. But I, uh, I I'm I'm also. Like I'm, I'm setting the bar low. Like even if there's like a 3DS like NSO that Samus Returns just sneaks on, I'm like, it came to Switch, yeah, great. <laughs> like they don't even have to like re-release it or do anything to it. As long as it just makes its way to Switch, I'm, I'm a happy camper. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that is gonna go down in the year 2024. Obviously, Zero Mission. I think it's like a, a guarantee that it comes to NSO. Hmm. And also, and this is more of a Switch 2 prediction, but I think it's relevant here. I do I do think the Switch 2 is going to be fully backwards compatible with Switch. I Yeah. I I, do I don't I don't see why it wouldn't be. Like the only the only console in recent history that has been backwards compatible is the Wii U to the Switch, and that makes sense because it used a completely yeah. different physical format. Everything from the Wii and onwards has been backwards compatible with the, the previous console. Yeah. I see absolutely no reason why the Switch 2 wouldn't be. It would be crazy right like it would be crazy not yeah. not to have the and, and that includes and, and and that includes like the nso stuff i do think yeah. that they're actually going to take advantage of the account system so that you can transfer like all of that stuff over as well i i 100 percent agree i like i think it's really going to be like if the switch is the ds the switch 2 is going to be the 3ds which a lot of that was very seamless and like i think your nso is just going to transfer over to the switch 2 i think you're right there's no way in this world that you you're not going to be able to play switch games on your switch 2 God is, uh, God, I'm, I'm praying that re- that's not the case, right? Because like that would just be Nintendo, so ludicrous. Nintendo is the weirdest company of all, and they can they make are. some of the most boneheaded decisions. But even with that caveat, I cannot possibly fathom the Switch Two not being backwards compatible. No, that just doesn't. It doesn't compute. <laughs> no, I like I. I think I would be shell shocked that's not a strong enough word if it was not backwards compatible so um i didn't even put that on my prediction list but yes i think that it has to i think it has to be backwards compatible um okay we've thrown out predictions for samus returns we've thrown out predictions for the switch 2 uh metro prime 4 
What the heck is going on with these Metroid Prime two and three games in 2024? Are they coming? Are they not oh, coming? Oh man, let's let's definitively throw out a prediction right here. I mean, I so mean, I we already, can look like idiots cons- in six months. I mean, we already did uh, Samus's percentage on Samus's percentage on it beforehand, and I was I was I was the, the I was the sole person that was that was a believer, and I will continue to do that for the moment. I I think we're we're gonna get a Pikmin one plus two style port of Prime two and three. Um, I think we'll get the controls, maybe some of those um, those accessibility options. Nothing much more than that, though. Certainly no redone models. Let me let me try and fact um, check you for a second because hold on, because I I think that I remember saying the same thing. Like they would come, but they would just be like the GameCube versions. But I thought that you were saying that you thought they would be like remade, like like Prime was. No, no. Well, so you even a- you asked that before, and I clarified, and I, I said no. We're talking, we're talking just like at the most, it would be like a Wind Waker or Skyward Sword HD at the most, and okay. probably not even that. You know, like I could be a believer in that. Like I, I'm certainly not going to say it's it's impossible. I I might not even say it's not likely. I think it's probably just as likely as them not coming at all. Right? Like, yeah. Um, I just, like, I think that, I don't know, I just, I think the time to do it was to release Trilogy instead of Prime Remastered. Because, like, my worry would be that, like, Nintendo floods, you know, the Switch with with all these Metroid Prime games, and people are like, okay, God, like, we get it, like, let's just play, you know, Metroid Prime 4 or whatever. Or they could release those games after, which also would be weird. Well, like, it would it would be it would be super weird to release them after. I feel like it, that's the only to, way like, it wouldn't be a flood though. Because let's just do, I, I, let's I, just do a time again. Well, well, again, I disagree. Like Pikmin one, Pikmin one plus two. Like it, I, I certainly, I'll tell you right now. I personally wasn't overwhelmed by like, oh no, there's too many Pikmin games now. I can't play. But like, no, I, I just played Pikmin four. Okay. Like I, 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 I feel I like you can do but, something. But, let's do the timeline, okay? <laughs> so February 2022. Uh, Metro Prime Remastered is out. We're now at January, so let's just let's just go to February 2023. So you have one Metro Prime game. We said that we think that Metro Prime 4 is releasing this year, right? Let's just say November to give us a lot of time. I mean, like I I don't know. I guess they could release you, that digital. You copy. think it's for, you think for sure it's releasing this year? I said launch window. That can that can expand into 2025. But okay. Again, I'm not I'm not I'm not making any definitive statements. I'm just saying within that launch window. Yeah, like I it, it de- again, it depends on when everything like it depends on when the Switch 2 launches. It depends on it so much depends on when that happens. But like I mean, I guess it's, it would be the worst. It's all very weird. <laughs> yeah. It would be the worst if if these games launched like in the spring if it didn't launch until November. But then I just kind of feel like by the springtime surely Switch 2 has been at least announced, right? Maybe it's not out, but it, it's at least been announced, right? Would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I feel like by the time Prime Two and Three gets announced, we've already seen Prime Four. We have a release day, and we right. like you know at, at by by this point, we have like a really good idea of what this game is going to be. So like, I, I don't. I guess like, I just kind of yeah. feel like maybe flooding was the wrong term, but like I, I feel like they'll just kind of just get dropped and be yeah. like, hey, just so you know, you can play all the Prime games on Switch now. Like I feel like they're but just kind our of focus is still on to, Prime Four to die a little bit in that regard. Well, I mean, kind, like, I mean, they kind of. They kind of did the same thing with Pikmin One Plus Two, but I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really consider that sending them off to die. It's more so just about having that accessibility. Like you know, obviously they didn't expect Pikmin One Plus Two to be like major system sellers. They're just kind of there so that you have access to the whole library. And I yeah. feel like that's kind of 
And I feel like that's going to be the same way to treat Prime 2 and 3. And, and it makes sense, too, because we were just talking about, you know, the Prime remastered sales, and that's, like, at, what, 1.3 right now? Prime 2 and 3 aren't aren't going to sell that much. They're probably not even going to break a million no if way. I were yeah, to no be way. a betting man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's no reason I, to, like, put a ton of marketing into that in the first place. I don't know. I, I guess I just feel like you had a great opportunity to to drop them and didn't and instead opt i mean like like i said like it was i think it came between either like remake just metroid prime one or do the whole trilogy i was always in favor of the whole trilogy i still am Mm -hmm. i love that we got metroid prime one but i just yeah you said it best these games are in a weird spot right now so like are they coming are they not coming if they come is it for the switch is it for the switch like i don't know it's uh i I think they'll be cross compatible with both if they do come I hope but so. yeah, it's it, it's it's just very weird. That's the best summary we can muster. It's weird. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, I mean, other than that, like any other Metroid predictions heading into the new year? I know. I know that we said we wouldn't talk about it again until there was something real. But I still do wonder if maybe maybe there is like a Metroid show or movie or something in the works. It seems like a a property that would be very very fitting for like a, a small streaming service or not a small streaming service but like a small show kind of like a castlevania or something like that where you can just you know maybe quietly put together a really quality project that that gets people talking about uh about metroid and maybe that maybe it's not like really quality releases it, maybe it's that kind of thing that helps kind of level up metroid a little bit i don't know i'm not I predicting mean, anything like a... that by the way um, i'm just saying yeah that's i wonder if it could happen definitely Definitely not happening, but like I certainly don't think it's impossible. Like we're obviously we're seeing Nintendo start to branch out more into multimedia efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'll always bring this up. There was originally going to be a John Woo directed Metroid movie in um, in two thousand, which I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that was announced before the the release of the first Metroid Prime. Maybe it was. Maybe it was after. I, I can't think it was. I think fully it was remember. after. I think. Okay. I okay. could be wrong. I was gonna say because. I was gonna say because if it was before, then that would that would be like when the series is like even more niche than it is currently. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there we go. Metroid into uh, twenty twenty four. Um, you know, we kind of talked about. I, me and Alison did this, so I, we have a few minutes here, Doom, and I wonder if you want to do the same thing that Al and I did. We kind of talked about uh, the year. We we only talked about twenty twenty three, and so I know that we've looked into the future a little bit here to to give some predictions and stuff like that. But Al and I just kind of talked about some of our favorite things from from twenty twenty three video games. You know, we've kind of already talked about that. But yeah, we kind of tried it about like movies, shows, music, anything like that. I don't know anything like stick out that you want to just shout out that that brought you joy in the last year. Oh, um, yeah, let's talk about John Wick 4, dude. What oh an amazing movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was, uh, so I watched it a couple nights ago, actually. And I was like, last night, I was like, I wonder what time I got to start this in order to see John Wick, like, scorching <laughs> guys with the flamethrower at midnight, right? Like, it, that movie was awesome. It, this was a really good year for movies, actually. You got John Wick 4, Across the Spider-Verse was great, Oppenheimer was great, mm-hmm. Barbie was fun. Um, I, I think Dungeons and Dragons? Year, Dungeons oh, and Dragons criminally awesome. under criminally oh my god everyone has to see it see it if you haven't it's on um, if you have Amazon Prime you can stream it there um, I I am actually that, I've seen it a bunch of times and, and I'm waiting for it to get on virtual theater uh so that we can cover it which which I think is going to come sooner rather than later definitely sometime next year but um I think my movie of the year was actually Godzilla minus 1 
This oh, my, movie, I still need to see that, dude. I heard it was so incredible. This movie kicks ass. It's so awesome. And, like, I, I'm not, like, a big, like, Godzilla fan, like, a mm-hmm. monster kaiju fan or anything like that. But this movie was so awesome and so touching. And so, like, it, oh, my God, it was so awesome. I, and I wasn't expecting it to be, like, as good. And it blew me away. Um, and it was a good year for shows, too. Like, you got um, Castlevania Nocturne, which I'm a big Castlevania guy, so I love that. The Last of Us, I mean, that had... At least to me, The Last of Us had no business being as fantastic as it was. Which is <laughs> which is funny because The Last of Us is like one of the most acclaimed games of all time. But I was just kind of yeah. like, I was kind of like, well, like, what's the point? Because they're doing like a one for one on the show to the game. And, and The, the Last game, of Us game is already kind of like a playable movie. It's as close as, as a playable movie as you can get in a game, which isn't a knocking game. It's a great game. Um, yeah, yeah. But like the show, my God, it was good. My God, it was good. And then, um, I, as someone who loves the boys, uh, Gen V, uh, the spinoff of the boys, I think it's just as good as the main show. I thought it was yeah, great. I haven't watched um, it yet, but ah, it looks good. It, uh, it, it is fantastic. Um, we're only halfway through Invincible two season or Invincible season two right now. The we're we're on hold for the second half, but man, if if the second half delivers as much as the first, I think it might uh, top season one for me, which was already like really good. So. Yeah, so lots of cool stuff. You know what? I want. I said this on the ZeldaCast, and I want to say it again on Omega. One of my highlights of this year, and it's going to sound lame, but like there was um, some unearthed Linkin Park tracks for the 20-year Meteora anniversary. And like I love Linkin Park; they're my favorite band. Uh, I just I, I love them. They're they're incredible. And I was I was devastated when Chester passed away to hear mm-hmm. this man's voice rocking and screaming and snarling like like the days of old, and like um, just to hear like that classic Meteora sound because like every album they sound totally different. Well, maybe Meteora yeah. and Hybrid Theory are a little bit similar, but like you get the point. To hear that, mm-hmm. it was just like. This is so awesome, and it was it's very moving actually. So like, yeah. that was like a, a great moment of this year for me. That was uh, that's like that's like me with Wayne Static because I'm a big Static X fan, and they recently did um, a posthumous album with like some of his um, unearthed recordings as well as some new recordings with their new vocalist. And mm. their last release I thought was just like one of their best they've done since like their second album, Machine. And they're about to release a new album. Uh, with the final recordings that they uncovered, um, I believe early um, early this year. So I'm very excited to hear that. I actually saw them live back in uh, April with their their new vocalist. So Hell yeah, that was a lot of fun too. Yeah, I'm ready for uh, for a new like vocalist in Lincoln Park. It took me a while, but I think I'm ready. I saw a video of uh, they were I think Mike Shinoda was touring in Germany, and they had this local German artist, and she had like a screaming voice. It was it was awesome, and she came on and did like a place for my head, and it was like so wicked. And yeah, so I'm ready for that. So that was a highlight for me of this year. 2023, the year that was, was a great year for Metroid. Um, I think, I don't know. I mean, I think it's probably, I'm going to give it like a B plus. Do you think that's too low? It's tough because like 2023, and I'm not saying anything new here, um, but like 2023, amazing year for games terrible year for the games industry i think everyone is like pretty much unanimously agreed on that point and so Mm -hmm. i think it's hard i think because of that for me at least in terms of gaming it's hard to give um it a letter grade but i will say like i i usually i rarely buy new Uh, games i usually always focus in just on metroid though like just just strictly for metroid oh i'm I'm saying i'm saying a b plus i i think i would agree with that maybe maybe like a solid b okay i think i think for me yeah okay i think 
but I, but I think I think with the Metroid Prime Prime Four trailer that could have easily turned it into an A. I think that would have been an easy A if maybe yeah. not <laughs> even more. Um, but 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 that means that I mean we got we got a lot to look forward to in 2024 if if we're gonna get not only a Metroid Prime Four trailer but potentially the game we're gonna be eating pretty good. Plus I mean I and, think it's almost some guaranteed good- Zero Mesh is coming. Yeah, and and some good Metroidvanias as well. Yeah, I was telling yeah, you in the definitely. chat, like I am super excited for Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. That might be my most anticipated game this it year. It looks, it looks awesome. wicked. I I can't wait and, to play um, that. I don't know that we'll get to it like do it inspired by Metroid like immediately when it comes out because I, I got mm-hmm. some games to play. But like we will, we will do an inspired by Metroid on that game because it looks freaking awesome. I don't know. Maybe we'll get yeah, some song in 2024. What do you think? Give us your prediction on Silk Song. Which, what, hold up, which comes out first, Metroid Prime Four or Silk Song? Let us know in the comments, folks. I, Metroid Prime Four comes out first. <laughs> I think I think Metroid Prime Four comes before Silk Song, which is crazy because, as far as I know, development wasn't restarted on Silk Song, but they don't have as big of a team. So I mean, I guess. That makes and we've sense. seen we've seen at least two gameplay trailers for Silk Song. So. Oh yeah, that's right. I feel like. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not... Uh, when that game comes out, whenever it comes out, I'll be fine. I'll be there to play it, and I'll have a good time. But I know that there's a lot of diehard Hollow Knight fans, so uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping that that game also comes out in 2024. Um, all right. Well, any final thoughts uh, before we jam on out of here, Doom? Uh, Yeah. Happy Metroid Prime 2024, folks. Hopefully that statement doesn't age poorly. <laughs> got to it's got to right like i mean <laughs> if we don't see metroid prime 4 this year um i don't know I, I i'll i'll stream like six kirby games in a row or something like that so that you know you know you heard you heard it. it on camera here folks don't don't let him back out <laughs> that's right uh it wouldn't be the first time i lost a bet and had to play a kirby game actually that happened last year with that that switch kirby game i had to play a couple hours of that it was it was it was the best experience uh, uh, which one was it the forgotten land was it the the new uh, one yeah the 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 deluxe no was it not, the 3d or not that 3D or 2d one. game the 3d game the forgotten the 3d one. game yeah forgotten yeah. land yeah no good no good um but it was probably it was probably one of the better kirby games i've ever played <laughs> that being said um anyways okay well that's gonna do it for us thank you for checking us out and uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming into the year 2024 on the omega metroid pod and it starts next week actually because what uh, what I'd like to start doing, a, a new kind of theme for this year. Not a new theme, but like a new idea. We have fan Q&As all the time, and I love those fan Q&As. But um, one thing that we do over on the ZeldaCast, which I want to steal that idea and bring it over to the Omega Metroid podcast, is we do game-specific Q&As, which is really cool because like you kind of dig in really deep and really granular to get in and ask questions and analyze a certain game. And I thought... What better game to to bring us into the new year than Metroid Fusion? And uh, I don't know why I picked Metroid Fusion, but I was like, I'm feeling Fusion right now. Uh, you know, we just talked about it on the Great Metroid Area Ranking. Something about Fusion, I just want to talk about it. So next week, I'm proposing we're going to do Metroid Fusion Q&A. So if you've got questions about that game, ask us. It could be anything about it, uh, about a remake, about a, a port, about the game, whatever. Um, ask us a question about how about Metroid Fusion, and we'll answer it. Um, and then, of course, we've got, uh, as mentioned, the big crossover episode with the Zelda cast coming up, which is going to be great. And uh, a lot of cool stuff after that. Um, Alien in Review will return. 
the uh, the manga in review will return sooner than you think, actually, and lots of other cool stuff. That's uh, you know we've got our classics like Mapping Metroid and Logbook Archive. All that stuff's come back, so it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. And of course, we're gonna be all over Switch Two news, Metro Prime Four news, all that kind of news. So it's gonna be another great year for the Omega Metro podcast. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm very excited. Like like I said in the uh, Patreon episode, I got a Google Doc cooking up, so you know. Oh, I just knocked over my mic. Uh, you know. You know when he knocks his mic, it's, it's exciting. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for uh, supporting us in 2023. And, and we're hoping that you guys keep it rolling into 2024. Um, you can support us by doing a couple different things. You can check us out over on OmegaMetroid.com. As mentioned, we have walkthroughs and guides and lore and news. And, oh, my God. There's a lot of stuff there. If you're a Metroid fan, you want to check out OmegaMetroid.com. Um, and you can also check us out over on Patreon. We've plugged the Grit Metroid area ranking a bunch of times. But uh, not only is that there, but there's a Zelda arm to that. There's a bonus show that my wife and I do, which is a lot of fun. So that's all over on Patreon.com forward slash SBNet. You can check us out over on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod, at Spateri316, at Doom Lacrosse. Um, all right. Then, uh, I mean, really, that's it. All you got to do now, you got to let that Metroid fan in your life know where they can get their weekly metroid fix uh we're the only we're the only podcast in the world that has uh, a, a weekly show dedicated to metroid so i don't know what that says about us but uh we we love that you guys love it um like subscribe recommend rate review all of that good stuff bring that great energy into the new year and we'll see you back here next week for metroid fusion q a until then everybody take care <laughs>